win via a comeback following a knee for racial injustice. The Golden Knights did more than win a hockey game last night. There is a statement wrapped up in a thrilling 2020 Stanley Cup playoff debut. Hello, everyone. I'm Darren Millard, and welcome to the VGK Daily Podcast, reflecting on a 5-3 Vegas victory over the Dallas Stars. The win puts the Golden Knights and Colorado atop the Western Conference round-robin standings that will be used to seed the top four clubs prior to the first round. Both Vegas and the Avalanche have two games remaining, including one head-to-head to wrap up the round-robin. Filling in for the injured Max Pacioretty, Chandler Stevenson spotted the Golden Knights to a lead against Dallas on the first shot of the game. But that was the lone bright spot early as the Stars controlled virtually every aspect of the game for the first two periods. And while the lead stood up into the second, Dallas struck for three goals in the middle period. The first, a bad bounce off the skate of Alec Martinez. The third, however, a perfect tip-in by veteran Corey Perry. By the halfway point of the game, Vegas coach Pete DeBoer had seen enough and he shuffled his forward lines and defensive pairings. The result was encouraging play late in the second period and an explosion of offense in the third. Mark Stone started the rally with a shot that beat Stars netminer Ben Bishop clean. Nate Schmidt followed up a two-on-one with a glove-side goal to tie the game before Will Carrier played hero with a sensational between-the-legs no-look backhand shot with the tip of his stick. The goal was originally disallowed because of goalie interference. But despite the risk of penalty if he was unsuccessful, coach Pete DeBoer ignored the five minutes remaining and challenged the call. The play was deemed to be a good goal, and Vegas had the lead. Carrier's line with Tomas Nosek and Ryan Reeves was the only one left intact by DeBoer. Between the line juggling and the positive challenge, the result could be termed a coaching win. DeBoer proved that his desire to finish first in the round robin was more than just talk by jump-starting the team with a switch to the forward lines. The players received that message, turning a game that was firmly in the grasp of the Stars into a Vegas win. VGK analyst Mike McKenna will join me after the post-game thoughts that will include the goal-scoring hero William Carrier. You will hear him get chirped by Ryan Reeves, who with Robin Leonard and a pair of Dallas players, Tyler Sagan and Jason Dickinson, knelt for the anthems to protest racial injustice. Mark Stone will talk about the change in momentum, and you will also hear from Pete DeBoer. We start with Carrier discussing his game-winning goal. It was just trying to get the puck to the net. I think uh, we tried doing that more in the, in the third period. Um, I mean, they got a good, good goal down there, so we're just trying to get there, and obviously whatever way it takes uh, to get it there. It was a nice one. I didn't know he had that in him for sure. Um, you know, our, our line was struggling a little bit throughout the first uh, first two periods. Didn't, uh, didn't feel like we had our legs. Uh, we were out of position. So uh, I think we played a little little more simple in the third period. Uh, Will using his speed, um, you know, got us into the zone a couple times. Uh, he obviously had some good hands and, um, you know, he caught that puck, put it between his legs. We needed that. Um, you know, our team needed that. Our line needed that. So it was... Uh, it was a big third period for him, for sure. I owed it to our team to to uh, to challenge that. And, you know, if we didn't get it, I was very confident we would have killed the penalty. We just had that momentum and, you know, I think it was important to show that belief in the group. At the same time, I, th- I felt strongly that it was a good challenge. Uh, you know, I thought Will did everything in his power to try and avoid contact. 
I didn't believe he went through the crease at all. Um, you know, so a little bit of both. I mean, we were flat. Um, for 40 minutes, we didn't have our stuff. We didn't have our game. We didn't have our system in place. Um, we just didn't play well. So um, <clears throat> shake it up a bit. Um, Going to give us a kick in the butt and, and, and you know, got a little bit complacent there. Um, we had been playing some great hockey before the pause. Um, and I think we just got a little bit too too relaxed. So um, when you can kind of get that little jolt of energy, uh, change things up, get a new look, uh, you know, we found our game in the third. That was, uh, that was good. Uh, you know, almost picture perfect for us. A lot of us discussed after the game, all we saw was white uh, the first two uh, two periods. Um, we weren't moving our feet. Um, we weren't uh, playing with that quickness that we're, we're used to playing. And that's not just skating fast. It's moving the puck well, uh, putting pucks behind their D, um, you know, kind of being connected with, um, you know, the three forwards and 2D, uh, forcing them to make mistakes. And that's what we did. And it caused a turnover on the second goal. Uh, third, th third goal, we forced them to make a mistake two on one. And then the uh, you know, fourth goal is just hard work, uh, get to the net and, and find a loose puck in a good skilled play. So um, you look at the last 20 minutes, and I think that we're on our toes, uh, we're playing the right way, uh, and we're executing. We're a good hockey team. Um, we came here to try and win the Stanley Cup. Um, today's the first game. Um, it's a slow start, uh, but playing that last 20 minutes uh, after the game, that's the way we want to play. And that's got to be the message moving forward. After 40 minutes, we we talked. It wasn't X and O's. There was there was no magical uh, system fix to what was wrong. They they were the hungrier team for 40 minutes. Um, you know, they were quicker to pucks. They were more physical. Uh, they were hungrier is, is, is the best way I can describe it. And, you know, until we fixed that, uh, we weren't going to have any success. And I thought that's that's where it started. And, you know, we got some momentum and, you know, that, that we played like we should should have played for 60 minutes. You know, it was a period and, you know, at least almost a half probably before we started to shuffle the deck. Uh, you know, you keep hoping they'll work their way out of it and, and work their way through it, but it wasn't happening. And, uh, you know, a coach only has so many tools uh, in those situations to use, and, and that's obviously one of them. Um, you know, I knew it was a team-wide problem because we, we really didn't have anybody that was very good in the first 40 minutes other than, you know, I thought Nick Cousins was probably our best forward. Um uh, and I thought Robin Leonard was 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 real solid. So, uh, you know, it was an easy decision, and uh, it didn't work uh, immediately in the second period. We didn't get a lot of, of results from it, but I thought in the third we were real good. As promised, here's Mike McKenna. You know, in some cases, like a big comeback, the team that rallies will look at it and go, we, we got away with one there. For the Golden Knights last night, I think they'll evaluate it and say, we played our best hockey and we were able to uh, empower our game on, on the Dallas Stars. I totally agree with you. You know, they'll look back and they'll realize that there's things they could have done better. They could have exited zone better. They could have managed the puck better. Uh, but really when push came to shove by the third period, they took over. They played Golden Knights hockey the whole third. And they put five goals up on a Dallas Stars team that had only lost one game in regulation after when leading after two periods. 
uh, that, that's a phenomenal statistic. And, and Dallas is one of the is the greatest team in the NHL this past season when it came to defense. They only allowed 2.5 goals against, which is the lowest in the league per game. And the Golden Knights put five of them in, you know. And, and so they're going to look at that and say, hey, we, we managed to score on a team that plays defensive, and we, we, we came back to our game. Even though we didn't have it at first, we knew that we could do it, and they're going to look at it at the end and just say, hey, we powered through it, we made it happen, and now we're inching closer to having a higher seed come round of 16. So is there a lesson or a message in the coach saying we didn't struggle because of X's and O's and we weren't better because of X's and O's? It was simply uh, putting in the work, moving your feet, uh, just being more uh, involved in the game. Well, I think in the heat of the moment, it's sending a message. And I think in post-game, you're learning a lesson. You know, it, it does evolve over time what a coach is doing. Because when it's the heat of the moment, and all of a sudden your lines are getting jumbled around, that's a wake-up call. Everybody looks down the bench and goes, oh, man, I'm playing with him now. Oh, okay, coach isn't happy with me. I better be better. Uh, and sure, there's a shock value to it at that point. It helps that the Golden Knights win the game. You know, if things had gone south and they'd gotten blown out, I'm sure we'd be talking about it a little bit different. But when, when you look and you go back and you review games, that's when you see the lesson in it that, hey, if we play our game, we don't even have to do this. We can keep our lines, you know. And, and so I, I, there, it, it can evolve over time, um, but certainly in the moment. You, it's a message for sure. should also point out that Nick Cousins started the stay in Edmonton on the fourth line got moved up to the third line uh, because of the injury to Max Pacioretty and finished the game against the Dallas Stars on the first line with Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. Oh, I heard a wild rumor he's going to take a couple shifts at D the next yeah. game. Uh, he's proven to be his utility man, center, wing, wherever you need him. He brings you know, the fight to you, though, doesn't he? He absolutely does. He's a puck hound. He's always in the mix. And Pete DeBoer singled him out as being one of the only players that was good in the first period. He had a couple times where... He got the puck in the zone. He chipped to speed. He created his own momentum down the ice. Uh, he was kind of a one-man band, frankly, for a while there. Um, but he is. He's always in the mix. And, and I think he's a huge acquisition for this team because he's so versatile in what he brings. And Pete DeBoer said this week that when the team looked at the analytics, he fit on the first line. You know, this wasn't just a patch job. If they need him to play there, he's someone that they trust can play on the left side with Carlson and Stone. Would you go back to the lines that they started the game with for the uh, contest against St. Louis, or would you stick with what ended up rallying them to victory against the Dallas Stars? I'd still revert. You know, I, I like that original lineup that I th I agree with the coaching staff that I think that's probably the best mix, but it's got to work. You know, and... and there's not a lot of leeway here. You know, if it doesn't work two games in a row, uh, especially in a round robin where they do have the benefit of being able to tinker a little bit, then I think you start to consider it. But I'd want to see two games worth of it not really being perfect before you start to mess with it. But I really, really like Chandler Stevenson playing alongside Carlson and Stone. Um, you saw it happen right off the bat in that first goal. They, they do have that chemistry. Uh, Stevenson scored it eight goals, now nine with the Golden Knights, and seven of those nine have been when Stone is on the ice. There's value in that. 
Um, but yeah, if it doesn't work two games in a row, why not switch it up? Back to work today on the practice and video side of things for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, they actually have two days off before tangling with the St. Louis Blues. It'll be really, really interesting to see how those two teams come together. Uh, Vegas rallies in the third period, and St. Louis lost the game late in the third period in their opener against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, a couple of days to uh, preview things. We'll be back with uh, everybody tomorrow on VGK Daily. Thanks for this, Mike. Welcome. Anytime. Looking forward to it as the Golden Knights start off the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs with a thrilling, impressive, and breathtaking victory over the Dallas Stars. 5-3 is the final. Your goal scorers, Will Carrier. What a beauty that was. Between the legs, back to the net, sliding it through with the tip of the stick. Chandler Stevenson, Mark Stone, Nate Schmidt, and Will Carlson with the empty netter for putting it away. For the Vegas Golden Knights, who start off with an impressive two points in the round robin.